We do not rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our preparedness. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So um, I was recently reading uh, the Gospel of Mark, and in the Gospel of Mark, Gospel of Mark, the very beginning, you have the story right up Jesus. He calls Simon and Andrew, James and John, and they come follow him. And then later on that night, they go to uh, Simon's mother-in-law's, or Simon's house. His mother-in-law's there. There's a healing. Then all the people come to the house. Like all the people come, and Jesus is like, you're healed, and you're healed, and you're healed. Like demons are getting like kicked out of uh, people's lives, uh, illness, sickness, all these things are getting healed in these people's lives. It's, it's incredible. It's a huge day. Um, then it says, uh, early the next morning, uh, Jesus went up and went out to pray by himself. So Peter uh, went to go find him. Simon went to go find him. Simon finds him and he says, everyone is looking for you. And I just, I got, I got, I stuck on this line of like, everyone is looking for you. And one of the things that, that stuck with me was maybe the excitement in Simon's voice in this moment, right? Like um, he gets called, he's, he's part of the team. He's, he's like, yeah, he was, he was first round draft pick. Jesus is walking along the, the shores of the Sea of Galilee uh, in Matthew's gospel. And he's like, first one, first one called. Well, I guess after Andrew, whatever, you know. There they are, first round, you're with me. And then here is Simon who gets to see and be part of like all of these miracles. It's like, everything is, I can't imagine how exciting everything would be. I can't imagine how like, how eager he would be. Like everyone's looking for you, let's go back. This is like, we have a front row seat to the most incredible thing that has ever happened in not just my life, not just in this region around the Sea of Galilee, in the world. And the excitement, because it's exciting. The eagerness, because everything is new in that moment. At least that's how I kind of like read it, you right? But then I thought about this and realized, okay, so Mark's gospel is the one where Peter says, Simon says, everyone's looking for you. Well, Mark's gospel is essentially Peter's gospel, right? Because uh, Mark was Peter's traveling companion and in his evangelistic travels. And so Mark's gospel is, he's simply recording and reporting what Simon preached or what Peter preached about Jesus. And so it's like, I was like, wait a second, this is, this is like Simon's account of that moment, that excitement, that eagerness, it's all new. And in that moment, Simon has no idea what's coming. Like when, it, when it's all new, when it's exciting, when it, he has no idea what's about to happen. Now I say this because, uh, I don't know, I think whenever we start something new, it can, it can have that excitement, right? It's just like, this is great, this is new, this is a new year, I have a new job, I've gone to a new school, I have a new relationship, a new adventure, whatever that thing is, and that we, we, we can be so, even ministry, I know a lot of people who watch or listen to this are in ministry, like that new ministry, like this is so great, I'm excited, I'm eager, it's all new. Or even, maybe you have, uh, you've come to Christ in a new way, and so you've decided, like I'm gonna pray, like this is, and I'm so excited to pray, I'm eager to pray, because it's new. And every new step is a new thing, or every step is a new step, I guess you could say. And we have no idea what's coming. Now, quick little thing. This is not like an endorsement for pessimism, where it's like, once you start getting excited, you just realize you have no idea what's coming. I'm not saying that at all. In fact, um, to enter into joy in the moment, to enter into happiness in the moment, to enter into the newness and excitement and eagerness of the moment, that's a gift. But we also have to realize that something else is coming. Simon Peter. Everyone is looking for you, is the same Simon Peter who is first round draft pick, 
who's the same Simon Peter, who's going to be sent out and do the hard work of evangelization. He's going to the same Simon Peter who's going to come face to face with his own weakness, his own brokenness, multiple times. The same Simon Peter who's so excited at the beginning is the Simon Peter who, when he falls, has to come back to Jesus and say, Lord, Lord you know I love you. The same Simon Peter who is so excited at all of these miracles will also, Jesus will do miracles from him, but he also will be asked to give his entire life for Christ. And yes, it's so good. It's, it's easy to be excited at the beginning. And that's great. Please be excited at the beginning. It's a whole other thing to keep on going when the newness wears off. It's a whole other thing to keep on going when it's like, okay, now it's kind of a, a slog. Now it's kind of like I just have to get through this. Now, now I have to live up to the commitments that I made. But here's the thing. That, the word is perseverance, that is where real growth happens. That is where real character is formed. In fact, I might use this quote too often. It's from Romans chapter 5. But in Romans chapter 5, St. Paul is writing and he says this. He says, we boast of our afflictions. We boast of the things that are coming up against us, the obstacles. We boast of our afflictions because we know that affliction produces endurance and endurance proven character and proven character produces hope. That, that actually, St. Paul as a Christian says, no, I know that the newness, the excitement stuff, so good. It's awesome. Fantastic. But the obstacles are also good because affliction produces endurance. That perseverance, that like going through, continuing to get up every day and saying, I said I would do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep loving my wife because I said I'd love her. I'm going to keep loving my husband because I said I'd love her. I'm going to keep loving my kids because I'm called to love them. I'm going to, here's the thing, I'm going to keep praying and going back to the sacraments. They're no longer, it's no longer as exciting as they, as they were at the beginning. But even that dryness and that distraction, even that dullness maybe, is good. Because that produces endurance. And that endurance, endurance produces character. And that character is hope, that, that trust in God extended into the future. See, saints aren't made when it's new. Saints aren't made when, when things are easy. Saints are made um, because a person has, has shown up again and again and again, even when it wasn't new. That's why I think that, that quote from the Greek philosopher uh, Archilochus of saying, we do not rise to the level of our expectations. In the battle, we don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our preparedness. That's why St. Paul can rejoice in his afflictions. Because like, wow, every single one of those afflictions, when I persevered, it created something in me, character. Every time I came back to the Lord, even in my weakness, even in my brokenness, even in my, my like, shame, it produced something in me. Even when the newness wore off, I kept choosing him. And that made you someone different. It made you someone new. Because again, it's wonderful to be excited when it's new. It's incredible to still belong to him, to still choose him when it's no longer new and no longer exciting. True love, in any real relationship, true love is not the first love. True love is a love that's proven itself. The same, this, it's true for human relationships. And it's absolutely true for our relation with God. True love is not the first love, the new love. True love is love that has proven itself. Anyways, for all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless. Enjoy the sunshine or the rain. <laughs>